0: We're teaching that. We're teaching people how to operate in excellence in our five pillars, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial. And if we can do that, we are putting ourselves in a position that God can use. People think like they're sitting back waiting on God for their miracle. I'm just waiting on God. I'm just praying for my miracle. Like, no, no, no. Because if you believe the word of God, the infallible word of God, then you got to believe the entire book. You don't get to cherry pick scriptures out that serve you. We got to believe the entire word of God, and that's what we do. And again, we're not a church, but we are a community of like-mindsetted people that are here to keep each other accountable, to make a lot of money, to build incredible relationships, to do life together. But Christ is the absolute center and the focus of everything that we will do. This podcast is brought to you by King's Council Coaching. The mission of the King's Council is to help you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents and abilities. In order to leave a legacy, you need to live your legacy of excellence through the five power pillars mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial. Now our programs are specifically designed to give you the blueprint and strategies that you need to gain an edge in the most important areas of your life. If you're an entrepreneur ready to upgrade your finances and align yourself with other powerful kingdom-minded men and women, visit King's Council Coaching com to start your legacy of excellence today.
1: All right, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of The Chosen Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Spittler, and we have a special treat today. I'm here with the man behind it all, Mr. Riley Meek. Riley, awesome to have you on the show today.
0: Yeah, brother. Glad to be here, man. It's an honor to be on your first episode.
1: Well, thanks. It's an honor to have you. It's a little bit backwards. Usually you're the one that's interviewing people and grilling people. So yeah, it's great that we get to hear a little bit more about your story today. So Riley is the founder of King's Council, also the founder of King's Council podcast. I know a lot of our listeners are coming over from the King's Council podcast. So such an honor to have you on today. And really, Riley, just want to start off by by jumping into your story a little bit. I know a lot of people know something of who you are, or they've seen you on different things, but why don't you give us a little bit about your background and really some of the path that you've traveled to get you to where you are now?
0: I'll give the couple-minute version, if that's all right, man. Perfect. It's hard to believe. I'm 36 years of age now, but my background, essentially, if, if anybody knows anything about what we coach on within the King's Council, is I believe every one of us is an entrepreneur, Because if you look at that root word, it's the French word entreprendre. My French is terrible, but it simply means to undertake. And I believe we are all undertakers if we are willing to step into that role. That was my mindset at a young age, age of 15. I kind of went on this entrepreneurial journey where I lived at the time. There weren't a lot of entrepreneurs, there wasn't a lot of people that I could glean from or just get to know more about what it took to own your own business and to run a company. And I knew from a very early age, I did not want to work for somebody else. And nothing wrong with that if that's what you do and you enjoy, but I knew that was not the role for me. And so I had to be intentional and start to seek out people that had the fruit in their life that I wanted. Sometimes it cost me a lot of money, Cost me a lot of time, energy, and effort, but that was my focus from a young age. And that's kind of what has spurred any of the quote-unquote successes, I guess, that people would view as success in the financial world or in the business arena, to starting my numerous different companies, different sales gigs that I had gone through. But I started a seminar company. And from that point, that's really when I first started to make my first seven figures would have been back in 2011. And from there, we've started eight different companies from scratch and every single one of those hit seven. And a couple of them, we've taken the eight figures that's generated over nine figures in revenue for us. That's blessed us from a financial standpoint and a time and a freedom standpoint. It's been absolutely incredible. But one of the things that I learned early on was money wasn't everything, or at least through this journey. And I'm a firm believer, money is very important but it's the value that we put on it. Hmm. And I believe it is an important thing that God gives us that ability to create wealth, but we need to be stewarding it properly. And when I first started to make some money, I was not stewarding it very well. And money is a great magnifier. Hmm. It exposes who we really truly are. And I realized we had a system, a sales and marketing system in place and money was just kind of flowing in. I started to do a lot of stupid things with it. And thank God, literally thank God for this, that he just, he allowed me to go through this journey that I was on of allowing me to make these stupid decisions to ultimately be who I am today. And through that process, I went through a divorce. I've had businesses with financial success, extreme failure. I've made millions, I've lost millions. So it was a roller coaster. And I realized what was really, really, truly important to me. Again, through this process, Fast forward a few years. I mean, a few years ago, my wife and I, Ashley, we live where I'm recording this now in prior Lake Minnesota. So we live on a lake home here. Nice home, lake property, 150 foot of lake shore. It's great. From the outside looking in, you would think that we've got it, everything going on, right? Which absolutely was not the case. I was just in a weird time in my life where we could go start another company, uh, we could move on to the next thing certain amount of toys just doesn't do it for you anymore. And it was just really this feeling of unfulfillment. If you're listening to this right now and it's like, man, I know what that means. I've been there. There's nothing more frustrating with life when it's just like, is this it? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you haven't made money yet, but you're still like, I don't even have a desire to do that. Is this life? And I just had that burning desire for more. Like, There's something more. And I'd given my life to Christ at the age of 16 and went on this roller coaster of a journey with him. And But it was still just a time where I was just very, very lukewarm, where I was questioning, like, really, God, like, this is what you've got for me. Where's the passion? Where's the hunger? Where's the desire? It's crazy to know that, like, he never left me He never forsake me. He, he was with me the entire time, but he allowed me to mature allowed me to make these stupid decisions and mistakes through this process that has put us in this position where we are now. So back to just the original philosophy, it's like, I looked for the fruit in other people's life that I wanted, and I just had to go get around them. And sometimes it's people are, are in our life for a reason, people are in our life for a season, some people are in our life for a lifetime. I was searching, I was looking out there of like, who had what i wanted i wanted like a great relationship not only with god but with my wife with my daughter ellie who she's about to turn 10 here in a couple days that's what i wanted i realized what was most important in life and so i just started to seek out different mentors people that i could be around and i got around them i had to invest money i had to sow into them and just start to take steps take actions to obtain plant the seeds that ultimately would bear the fruit. And one of the things I quickly learned is that what's around our seed, the determinant of what is around our seeds, because we all have seeds of greatness inside of us. I know that, man. Caleb, you have a seed of greatness inside of you because greatness created you. And we are created in the image of God. The crazy thing is so many of us go through life never nurturing that seed, never actually planting that seed in fertile soil, never... Mm pulling the weeds, right? AKA some of the people in our life that maybe shouldn't be there, yeah, right? Or watering the soil and fertilizing it and getting proper sun exposure, because that's the determinant of if that seed is ever going to take root to ultimately grow a vine that can ultimately grow the fruit. Then what do we do from there? Because I've also learned that fruit can still rot on the vine. Mm right? Eventually that fruit needs to be plucked and put to use and continually to go forth and multiply. Like the great commission that we've been given to have dominion on this earth. And I feel like just God's taking me through this season of just understanding, just experiencing him, we'll call it, on a much more intimate level that some of these mysteries of the kingdom, I'm like, oh my goodness, how did I not know this? Stuff's just like being revealed to us And it's kind of through that process, like, man, there are a lot of people like me out there that have experienced success or are thinking like that's where they're finding their value and their worth is in that, or or just desire that or feel that calling of like, there's got to be something more. And I realized I was looking in a community. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find a coaching program that was about Jesus. That was like faith-based, but still practical on like how do i actually run a business how do i actually increase the level of intimacy with my wife how do i become the best father that i can be and by no means am i saying that i am the best father or anything because i'm on this journey as well but i knew the only way that i could continually excel was to be around like mindseted people and when i looked out there and was searching like where could i find them i thought man these programs aren't out there so we got to create it. And that's really what we've done with the King's Council over this past year. Man, over a year now, it's already been. We've formed a group, a tribe, a community of like setted people. And I say that specifically because it doesn't do any good for us to be around like-minded people, right? It may make us feel comfortable to have conversations with, but I encourage people, it doesn't do us any good. If we all think the same way about everything, that's not iron sharpening iron. We want to be around like mindsetted people. And our philosophy is that we are either progressing or we are regressing. That's true. You are either thriving and you're living or you're dying. And I know that until the day that I die, right, that I leave this earth, I want to be continually progressing and continually pursuing excellence because I believe that's what we are called to. We are called to excellence Hmm. as citizens of the kingdom of God, you know, Jesus being the king of his kingdom, we are a representation of the kingdom. And so we should, as believers, we should be the most attractive people on the face of this earth. And I believe Satan's done a good job at putting a mask over this understanding of true kingdom principles or has woven into the church community that the woe is me mentality, this victim type of mindset. Like, I just need enough for me, God. Just take care of my needs, God. I'm not greedy, just my needs. And I would argue that that is the greediest thing I've ever heard on the planet. Because if you're only focused on your needs, first off, that's not a godly mentality. That's not a heart that the God of abundance, the God of more than enough, he can supply every single one of your needs. Your needs is not God's problem but he's looking for people like us like you Caleb to step up to this task to undertake to become this entrepreneur type role to go forth to take territory to take dominion that we were once called to do. So I fully well believe and I know in my knower that we are operating in new levels here within the kingdom of God. Things are being revealed in understanding of what the Bible actually truly says is We've been fooled. Churches are amazing. But what we've done is we've broken down the walls of church. We kicked those things right down and we've created a community. Now, we are not a church. We are a business coaching company. We are for profit. We will accept your money, but I will provide you tremendous value. You're going to go, I would have paid 10 times that by being in our community. I want to be clear with that. But what we've done is we've truly broken down the walls of church and we're spreading the word of God in different cities throughout the country with our events like become the CEO of your life with our events like own your life there experiences where people get to be around wow i didn't know there were other christians that thought this way i thought i had to be like broke broken and defeated like everybody else that goes to my church right. unfortunately i think the greatest compliment that i've ever received probably in my whole life at least to this point was you make loving god cool when i heard that i was like yes cuz it is cool Because I had that mindset too of like, man, I don't want to be like a Christian because that's boring. I had that for years of like, I want to go do the fun stuff. So I don't want to be a self-proclaimed Christian. It's like, that's not true. I've never lived such a radical life and experienced such amazing things over the last couple of years where I've completely just gone all out and completely sold out for Jesus. Like that's what we are about within the King's Council. Yeah. We're going to teach people how to make millions, and I believe billions of dollars through this company, through this coaching company. We're teaching that. We're teaching people how to operate in excellence in our five pillars, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial. And if we can do that, we are putting ourselves in a position that God can use. People think like like they're sitting back waiting on God for their miracle. I'm just waiting on God. I'm just praying for my miracle. Like, no, no, no. Because if you believe the word of God, the infallible Word of God, then you got to believe the entire book. You don't get to cherry pick scriptures out that serve you. We got to believe the entire Word of God. And that's what we do. And again, we're not a church, but we are a community of like minded people that are here to keep each other accountable, to make a lot of money, to build incredible relationships, to do life together. But Christ is the absolute center and the focus of everything that we will do. And whether I'm at the helm of this thing, leading this, or anybody else is, that's the movement that King's Council is. It's a movement that's going to go for generations far and far beyond what you and I are doing right here, right now, Kill. So I went on a little bit of a rant with that man, but I get <laughs> I a little excited it. sometimes.
1: <laughs> I love it. It's so good, man. I could just let you go. But yeah, I totally agree. I mean, there's so many miserable Christians out there that then preach the message of, well, I'm miserable. Why don't you come be miserable with me? And who right. really wants to join something that you yourself don't even enjoy? Right. And you know, I talk to a lot of people who maybe haven't had that success yet in their life, and they still have that hope, you know, of, well, once I get the nice house, once I get the nice car, once I get the watch, once I get whatever it is, then I'll be satisfied. And I think oftentimes, once somebody tastes it a little bit, like you, you know, once you started making millions, that's when you realized, oh, what I thought was gonna satisfy me didn't actually satisfy me. So I'm really curious for you, Was it a moment or how did you like wake up one day and realize, oh, shoot, my life isn't what I wanted? And then how did you even come to that realization or awareness that I'm going down the wrong path?
0: You know, a lot of people have those experiences where it's like they just hit rock bottom or Mm. something along those lines. And I didn't really have like that definitive moment, but it was more of a, a realization like this sucks. This is just not what I want. And ultimately, having my daughter, Ellie, it was like, not even from like what I wanted, but man, in order for me to leave a legacy for Ellie, I knew that I had to start living that legacy right now. When all this COVID stuff was going on, that's when like, I just felt like a direct download from God that was like, if you don't do it, Riley, who's going to do it? Mm. And it was like, yes, that's true. I had no idea what was going to happen when we just started kind of moving this, I don't know, we'll call it the little snowball that we had. And it started to gain momentum with everything, as you know, too, that we teach, man, like with action brings clarity. It's like, let's just start taking some steps forward. And if it's the wrong decision, cool. At least I found out quicker in that period versus sitting back and waiting, right? Right. I believe there are times there's wisdom in seeking counsel and seeking God. But sometimes we're like, I don't know what the answer is. So just start taking some steps, right? Operating within the will of God, there's still like moral and ethical things that you know what's right and what's wrong, but let's just start taking some steps. If things just like don't start to feel right in your spirit, then okay, let's take a step back. Two steps forward, Mm -hmm. one back. Let's pivot. Let's move. With that action, you're able to start to kind of gain some clarity. And that's really what we happen because- Man, we coach on vision. We hit vision so hard in really our onboarding process, but it's like, okay, I don't have a clear vision. I don't even know. Maybe a young listener right now, or heck, you could be 70 years old and like, I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. Cool, let's just start taking some action and your vision may be 60-40 right now, but let's start taking some action to clear that up. And ultimately, you're going to be able to make the determination of what to do next. But sitting back and doing nothing, that doesn't solve anything. I believe God's looking for people that are willing to take action and willing to be bold. I just think of like, you know, before Paul was Paul, he was Saul. He was bold. He killed Christians. He hunted them down. Like that moment he had, that radical moment, again, I didn't experience that, but Saul did. And then he sold out for Christianity for Christ. And it's like, man, God wants people that are bold and that are gonna take action on things, especially right now in this community, in this climate. And I really believe that's what entrepreneurs are. We're willing to undertake the task at hand. And if entrepreneurs don't do it, who's gonna do it? I'm speaking here just in the United States, the political garbage and the junk that was going on with COVID, I was like, I've gotta take action. But so many of us think, well, who am I? Who am I to do this? Who was I a year and a half ago? Mm. Nobody. right? But all I had to do was light the match and then started to fan the flame a little bit. And all of a sudden, people started to show up. And God had just been creating this movement of amazing people, amazing community, amazing tribe within the King's Council, which is really what the point of this new podcast is for, man. That you're leading
1: here. Well, yeah, yeah. we're going to get into that in just a minute, but I just want to make sure that our listeners really heard what Riley just said there. So if that's you, and I even feel this from God right now, that there's somebody that's going to be listening to this. Maybe this is even your moment where you realize that you do not have the life that you want, that you're going down a pathway that you don't want to be on and you just need to switch paths. And so I really want you to take in what Riley said there of, a couple of things that I heard you say, Riley, first was getting around the right people, right? That you had to look for people with the fruit in their lives for you to get around. And really hand in hand with that is taking action steps. I mean, how many people lay in bed at night and they dream about having a different life, but they never put feet to that action? And one question, again, we'll talk about the podcast here in a second, but all these different action Steps that you took? I mean, was there risk involved? Did you feel fear? I mean, I think a lot of people have entrepreneurial ambitions, but fear holds them back. So, what would you say to somebody that feels like, ah, I want to break free into a different life, but I just feel afraid?
0: Yeah. There's risk involved with everything. And I mean, heck, if you drive a car, you're like one of the biggest risk takers on the planet. Like, you're driving right. down the highway at 65 miles an hour. And all you have between you and another car that's four feet from you is a line painted on the ground. That's risky business right Right. (laughs) there. And if you're willing to do that, you got some cojones, right? Like, just think about that. That's a risk. There's risk in everything that we do. I knew as I dove into just like the word of God and I started just to immerse myself in this. It's amazing. Some people that maybe listen, you're like, yeah, I just don't really don't like to read the Bible. I don't like to... It's just not my thing, right? It wasn't my thing for a period of time. It's like, well, I'll just listen to it on Audible or something. I'm preoccupied. I'm doing a hundred different things. So I wasn't ever like just immersing myself in the word of God. And when I started to just do that and started to just think about why does it read that way versus maybe a different way? God just started to just speak to me and just like spending time with him. And obviously one of the scriptures that I knew, anytime I I sensed, fear like legitimate fear i know that it is not god who gives us that spirit of fear yes right so i can stand firm in that knowing on if i'm feeling that fear i know that that ain't from god okay mm-hmm. so now i can decide what i want to do with that am i going to stand with the authority that he has given me on this earth and yes if you're listening to this if you have been born again and have accepted christ into your heart you have an authority on this mm-hmm. earth you don't have to be operating in fear Okay, I would challenge you if you're experiencing that, test it. Let's step into that a little bit and declare what God has said about you and continues to say about who you are. Mm -hmm. And if you can start to operate that, but here's the thing, guys, it wasn't like a one day thing. Okay, Mm -hmm. you don't just get to change your mindset in one day. We have become who we are today based upon who we grew up with, the type of people that we're surrounding ourselves with, the type of things we're listening to, the type of things we're reading right? That we are the product of our environment. And that's why I just knew the community component of what we do within the King's Council was so important is we come together on a regular basis. Every week we're on these live Zoom coaching calls. Usually we have some sort of in-person event every month or at least every other month where we can get together. And people are flying in from all over the country just to do life together. And that's why I just felt like, I want to like put a bow on your question, man, but that's just, the power of community and what we can do together, Yes, right? We we talk about this a lot. Like if we want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. I'm running this marathon of life. I'm disciplining who I am by surrounding myself with people like you, you people like Christian, people like Scott, like people that are like-minded of like, we're going, we're running this territory, but also have given... The freedom and the ability to call me out, check me on things. Like if I'm ever operating in a way that you don't think is maybe lines up with biblical principles, you have that full right and ability to check me. That's the point of this community, is we talk about this. Our ability is based upon the accountability that we're willing to receive or hold ourselves to. Our availability, of course, like you're going to make yourself available, like God, use me. Let's do this. I'm going to make myself available in the responsibility. I'm gonna take responsibility for what I've been given. So for those that don't have a lot or haven't made a lot of money, don't expect to unless you're stewarding what you've got well. Mm. Okay, right now, the little that you have, how are you stewarding that? Mm. Are you making yourself available to God to take on the responsibility and to be accountable ultimately to Him, but to others in how you're stewarding, not just your money, but your time, right? Your relationships, are you stewarding those well because if you are, then you can put yourself in a position in which God can use to continue to grow and take territory, take that dominion to go forth and multiply that I believe we're all called to do on this earth. Multiplying doesn't mean just having babies. Yeah. Bro. It means to be productive, Absolutely. right? So we're going to be productive in all that we do. And that's why you know, our coaching program is just kind of full It's more than business, it's life because we got to operate our lives as the CEOs of our life. And if any area is floundering or not operating in excellence, the whole company struggles, Yeah, right? Your whole being struggles Yeah, if you're not mentally well, emotionally well, physically well, spiritually, and then financially as that fifth power pillar.
1: That's so good. Long long answer to the question. No, that's so good, (laughs) so good. Yeah, I think there's been such a emphasis in the last... I don't know, maybe 50 years on our personal relationship with God. It's all about our personal relationship with God. So much so that I used to think that if I wanted to grow spiritually, I just needed to get up in a little cabin in the woods, just me and my Bible. Like that was really going to produce godly character. But you think about it and you think, well, how am I supposed to learn patience without being around somebody that annoys me? You know, how am I supposed to right. develop? peace unless I'm confronted with the different things in life. And so I absolutely agree with what you're saying, that it's in the context of community, and that's how God designed it, that it's in the context of community that we really come alive, that people can, like you said, weed things out of us, people can water things, we can, I know one of the phrases we use a lot is discover, develop, and deploy your God-given gifts and abilities. And that's one of the things that really only happens in the context of community. I mean, sure, you can take a strengths finders test or a gifts test. You can figure out what you think your gifts are, but it's a completely different thing when you have people around you saying, hey, I actually see this in your life. Let's draw that out. It's just a completely different thing. So I love getting to not only hear your answers on a podcast like this, but seeing you outwork this on a daily basis. But hey, you really had the vision for even this podcast. What was some of the vision for, obviously you already have the King's Council podcast. We have so many people that listen to that podcast. Why did you want to start the Chosen podcast? And what's this all about?
0: Kind of back to, you want to go fast, go alone. Or if you want to go far, you got to go together. And one thing that God's really laid on my heart over the last few months is less is more. And I say that specifically for me in that, because- A lot of the things that I've done really over the last 10, 15 years, it's like I've always relied on my strengths and and what I could do. And just this last year alone was we were running at a pace that was not sustainable from just all the events we were doing and the traveling. And I still have eight other companies, bro, that were running above and beyond King's Council. So it was a season we go through different seasons all the time. And it was a season of life, but I knew as I was seeking God of like, where do you want this to go? How can we do this? Because I know that I could do something, right? I could make what I wanted to have happen, but that's the old me. I want so badly, like, God, what do you want? Like, how do we operate in excellence here? Bring us the right people. And the King's Council podcast is, for the most part, we teach and we provide instruction of taste of what it's like to be in the King's Council. But I wanted to create a platform for our members to get to know each other more and to get their reps in, of course, to be on podcasts, but also it's part of a platform where they can be lifted up and promoted on whatever their products and their services are. Because I full well know like where we're heading within the King's Council is we are building the kingdom economy. There's a shift that's happening in the marketplace. There's godly principles that we coach on, on how to steward appropriately, but also just laws and principles that principles are principles are principles. You don't have to be a believer in Christ to know that those principles still work, right? I can guarantee you, like even Bill Gates or Elon Musk, some of the wealthiest people in the world, they operate on principles, Mm. okay? They may not profess Christ as their Lord and Savior, but they're operating on principles because those are what's working. Right? It's not like, oh, they have Satan's blessing them with wealth. Like, that's not how that works. If money was bad, okay, again, money is just a tool. And this, you can get me really going on this now, man. Money is just a tool, it's the value that we put on it. And if money was bad, don't you think Satan would be like trying to just give it to all of us Christians? Like, go do stupid stuff with this. But I look around and the most broke people that I know are self proclaimed Christians. And that's where it comes back to like, this is backwards. We should be as citizens of that kingdom we talked about, like we should be the most attractive people. We should be the wealthiest people on the planet if we've made ourselves available and responsible and accountable. The problem is most of us Christians aren't. We still play the lottery, like the dumbest thing on the planet. Your odds of winning that are stupid. It's like, it's not gonna happen. If it does happen, you're gonna be broke again because you haven't built the understanding of how to steward it well. Yeah, We can teach people how to make millions of dollars, but I have zero interest, absolutely zero interest in doing that if you're not gonna steward it appropriately and continue to sow into the kingdom, build the kingdom economy. And so I know that this transfer of wealth is starting with us as entrepreneurs here to grow this Christian economy, this loyalty to, hey, if I need a product or a service, I should do it with another believer. Right, and it's not to shun other business owners, but there's principles. The God of multiplication. If you just think about simple math, if I make a thousand dollars and I'm going to tithe a hundred of it, I got nine hundred dollars, and if I pour that nine hundred dollars into another Christian community believer who should be tithing, even though again, one of the most simple concepts of stewarding and testing God in this, like if we just tithe, we just tithe the first ten percent. We're talking specifically even money here, but even just The concept of seeking first the kingdom and all that we do, but if we just gave our first 10%, I know and my know the money stress in just this turmoil that most believers are in would disappear Mm -hmm. because we would be operating in kingdom principles. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. We don't give to get. That's not how or why that should work, but I will tell you it is a principle, but you can give to fully expect. Okay. We don't give to get, like, I'm not going to say, I'm going to write you a check for 10 bucks and expect a hundred bucks. That's not a principle, but I can give to expect because God gave his one and only son with the full expectation of redemption in the savior of the world. Right. And I believe that that is a principle we can give fully expecting. Now what God's going to do with that? I don't know. That's him. But if we step into that and have that expectation and operate in that kingdom authority that we've been given, that puts us in a position in which God can actually use us. Mm -hmm. And he can look down and go, all right, now, now you're thinking, now you've got this. You're starting to understand this. I've given you a little, now I'm going to give you a little bit more, a little bit more. And that's this transfer wealth that I know if we can start to teach this and understand, again, the entire word of God, not get pigeonholed into, it's easier for the camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter heaven. I read that and I'm like, so it's not easy, but dude, life ain't easy. So it's possible. I read that and I'm like, it's possible. Let's go. We're going to make this possible for people by teaching them how to steward what we've been given well.
1: man, Riley, <laughs> you are on fire today, which is not uncommon for you, but I think there was one time in the Bible where Paul preached for what was it, like all day and somebody fell out of a window. So I have to be very careful here. (laughs) Otherwise, you guys are going to be on for another four hours listening to Riley Rip It. But if you have received some value from Riley today, you can listen to a lot more of Riley over on the King's Council podcast. But man, I have the best job in the world because I get to interview lots of different people. We have so many amazing people in our tribe, obviously gotten so much value out of conversation with Riley here today, but we're going to continue to interview people and really introduce you to amazing, amazing people throughout our group. And like you said, promote them and hear their story as well. So Riley, what's the best way if, if someone's just They don't even know what the end game is, but they just know, man, I'm connecting with Riley. I'm connecting with the things that he's saying. I want to get on a call with someone or I just want to connect with you. What's the best way to connect with you?
0: Yeah, man, absolutely. But I do want to put a bow on this because I know I ended up going down a tangent on that. The Chosen Podcast, it is a platform for our members to speak what they're about, to be promoted, to tell the world what their business is or even what their story is because We all have a story, and every single one of us has been placed on this earth for a reason. God doesn't make mistakes. Okay. You may have been put up for adoption. You may have been given up at birth, or even now that you're an adult and you've been shunned from your family for whatever reason, you still have a calling and a purpose on this earth. Okay. God does not make mistakes. There's a reason. He knew that you needed to be here, right here, right now, listening to this, even right now, even hearing this. He knew that. And it's up to you though, again, back to that seed of greatness that's inside of you. It's up to you. If you want that seed to take root, to actually flourish, to grow and to produce that fruit, it starts with you. You got to make the choice. God's given us the greatest gift on earth, which is life itself. And our greatest gift to him is what we do with it. And that's completely up to you. When I see those pearly gates, man, I just want to hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. And I would challenge anybody that's listening to this, like, think of what that would actually be like if you went all out for like everything. But what we coach on, man, is not to be all out. I used to be grind, hustle, execute. There's a God-given template on how to operate your life, how to operate your business. This is exactly what we coach on, the seven days of creation, the God-given template of how to operate but not get burnt out, but not struggle, but not grind, but not have that like toil, right? That's not operating in a godly manner. Okay. So for the members that you're going to be hearing on this podcast, you're going to hear so many of them here over this next year or two of just like who they were, what they do and what God's doing in their life right now. And for anybody that's like, man, I'd like to do that. I'd like to be a member of even the King's Council. You even want to know what that looks like or get access to some of the tools and things that we have, like being on a podcast, go ahead and just text me and we'll just do the word King, K-I-N-G. Okay, if you just text that to 727-472-3860, again, 727-472-3860, we will get you information on what that looks like. Just be a part of the community and the tribe that God's built here, we've been given this opportunity because we've made, like Caleb, you've made yourself available. You've taken the responsibility and now the accountability to steward what you've got well, and that gives God the ability to continue to provide more and more to us, and that's what we're going to do throughout the King's Council podcast and the Chosen podcast hosted by you, brother.
1: Absolutely. Well, again, you can shoot Riley that king to that number that he gave there, or I know you and I first connected on social media. So feel free to sure. to follow us on social media, reach out to us on sh- social media. So yeah, I check my DMs on social media. So if you want to connect with either of us, that's a great spot as well. But Riley, man, it's always such a privilege and an honor connecting with you. Thank you for not just this podcast, but really all that you've done this last year. I appreciate you not just as a business partner, kingdom partner, but also as a friend. I just appreciate you so much. So loved having you on here. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this has been episode one of the Chosen Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Caleb Spitler, and we will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Chosen
0: Podcast, powered by the King's Council. If you loved what you heard, give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also watch this podcast and much more on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash King's Council Coaching.